The next day, Paramananda Puri and other devotees approached Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu with great humility and submission. Paramananda Puri said, My god-brother, Ramachandra Puri, is by nature a bad critic. If you give up eating because of his words, what will be the profit? It is the nature of Ramachandra Puri that first, he lets one eat as much as desired. And if one does not eat more than necessary, with great attention, he makes him eat more. In this way, he induces one to eat more than necessary. And then, he directly criticizes him, saying, You eat so much. How much money do you have in your treasury? Also, by inducing sannyasis to eat so much, you spoil their religious principles. Therefore, I can understand that you have no advancement. It is Ramachandra Puri's business to inquire always about how others are eating and conducting their daily affairs. The two kinds of activities rejected in the revealed scriptures constitute his daily affairs. Consider this verse from the Srimad Bhagavatam, 11th canto, spoken by Lord Krishna to Uddhava. Para svabhava kanamani na prasamsen nagariyat Vishvam ekat makampashyan, prakritya purushenacha. One should see that because of the meeting of material nature and the living entity, the universe is acting uniformly. Thus, one should neither praise nor criticize the characteristics or activities of others. Of the two rules, Ramachandrapuri obeys the first by abandoning praise. But although he knows that the second is more prominent, he neglects it by criticizing others. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda The above-mentioned verse from Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam gives two injunctions. The first, called Purva-vidhi, is that one should not praise, and the second, Para-vidhi, is that one should not criticize. As will be apparent from the following verse, the injunction against praise is less important than the injunction against blasphemy. One should carefully observe the paravidhi, although one may neglect the purvavidhi. Thus, the actual injunction is that one may praise, but should not criticize. This is called sleshokti, or a statement having two meanings. Ramachandrapuri, however, acted in just the opposite way, for he neglected the paravidhi, but strictly observed the purvavidhi. Since he avoided following the principle of not criticizing, Ramachandra Puri broke both the rules. Parmananda Puri continued, Between the former rule and the later rule, the later rule is more important. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda This is a verse from the Nyaya literatures. Even when there are hundreds of good qualities, a critic does not consider them. Rather, he attempts by some trick to point out a fault in those attributes. One should not, therefore, follow the principles of Ramachandrapuri. Nevertheless, I have to say something against him because he is making our hearts unhappy. Why have you given up proper eating due to the criticism of Ramachandrapuri? Please accept invitations as before. This is the request of us all. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu replied, Why are all of you angry at Ramachandrapuri? 
He is expounding the natural principles of sannyas life. Why are you accusing him? For a sannyasi to indulge in satisfying the tongue is a great offense. The duty of a sannyasi is to eat only as much as needed to keep body and soul together. When they all requested very fervently that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu take a full meal, he still would not do so. Instead, he responded to their request by accepting half as much as usual. The cost for the food needed to invite Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was fixed at two panas of kaudis, 160 conch shells, and that food would be taken by two men and sometimes three. When a Brahmin, at whose home an invitation could not be accepted, invited the Lord, he would pay two panas of conch shells to purchase the prasadam. When a Brahmin, at whose home an invitation could be accepted, invited him, the Brahmin would purchase part of the prasadam and cook the rest at home. Even on a day when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was invited to dine by others, if Gadadhar Pandit, Bhagavan Acharya, or Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya invited him, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had no independence. He would accept their invitations as they desired. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually descended to give happiness to the devotees. Thus he behaved in whatever way fit the time and circumstances. Because of his full independence, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sometimes behaved like a common man, and sometimes he manifested his godly opulence. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sometimes accepted Ramachandra Puri as his master and considered himself a servant. And sometimes the Lord, not caring for him, would see him as being just like a straw. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu behaved exactly like the Supreme Personality of Godhead, beyond the restriction of anyone's intelligence. He did whatever he liked, but all his activities were very beautiful. Thus Ramachandra Puri stayed for some days at Nilachala, Jagannath Puri. Then he left to visit various holy places of pilgrimage. The devotees considered Ramachandra Puri to be like a great burden on their heads. When he left Jagannath Puri, everyone felt extremely happy, as if a great stone burden had suddenly fallen from their heads to the ground. After his departure, everything was happy once again. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepted invitations as usual and led congregational chanting and dancing. Everyone else also accepted prasadam without hindrances. If one's spiritual master rejects him, one becomes so fallen that he, like Ramachandra Puri, commits offenses even to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not consider the offenses of Ramachandra Puri, for the Lord considered him his spiritual master. However, his character instructed everyone about the result of offending this spiritual master. The character of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is full of nectar. Hearing about it is pleasing to the ear and mind. I write about the character of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. O readers, Please hear with attention, for thus you will easily receive ecstatic love for the lotus feet of Lord Sri Krishna. Praying at the lotus feet of Sri Rupa and Sri Raghunath, always desiring their mercy, I, 
Krishnadas narrate Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, following in their footsteps. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports to Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, Anchilila, 8th chapter, describing how the Lord reduced his eating in fear of the criticism of Ramachandrapuri. Puri.